action. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what oh, I was. We changed it. I don't know what I was. Lee's a kung fu champion. I don't know what I was. I don't know I'm changing crap off. <laughs> oh, judo chop. Right. I'm over bodybuilding. Action. Yeah, I'm we're over bodybuilding. We're over bodybuilding until next year now. Now we just go gym. <laughs> we go gym, meet our food and go to bed. That's what bodybuilding is, you know. I might start CrossFit. <laughs> yeah, someone said that to me the other day. <laughs> I think a lot of people do that post-show. They're like, stop, but, or not post-show, but just generally. Post-bodybuilding. Yeah, they go on to like, because they need something, don't they? A lot of people go on to CrossFit. Yeah, I'm actually starting looking at... Um, I said this, well, I just started telling you earlier, but I didn't really finish. Because oh, I've yeah. got such a broken body. Like, I've got so much fucking that just fires. Basically, I, there's a lot of stuff like wrong, and I just built a massive, giant, huge amount of muscle on the top of it for years. <laughs> and it was very misfunctional. I've got a lot of stuff that was wrong from when I was young, from when I had karate, when I was like a child and all that, like some like problems. And I just built a massive amount of muscle on top of it. And I've never been able to properly address it. So now I'm smaller. I'm going to actually go see somebody. There's a guy that I found out about near us that's meant to be really good and just start from square one with someone. Because I can do this stuff myself and research yeah. it. And, but you mm. never end up implementing all of it and you can't. You don't know if... I just. I feel like I need someone who specialises in that. So just get yeah. hold of me. Say, this is what you're doing. Go see him probably once or twice a week. We're going to do this, 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 and then just build you back to normal. Because yeah. I can't do things like... I can't squat. Because I can't get my hands back right. on the bar anymore. So is he like, what's he specialising on? Like mobility type stuff then? Like? Yeah, I think he does a bit of everything. I think he's like a strength conditioning, um, mobility, rehabilitation. Right. Um, he works with, I haven't met him yet. I'm going to go see him, but um, he works with a lot of, there's like a guy who lives near to us who's like a, um, what do they call it? They're like BJJ or whatever they call it, like the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. He's like, he's like one of the top people right, okay. in that. He's meant to be really, really good. This guy trains him. Then I've seen him with like, there's a boxer who trains, who lives near us as well. He's like his Olympic champion and stuff like that. I've seen him on there. So he works with some good people yeah. by the looks of it. Um, and I always assumed that I'd got so big and not my, my mobility had suffered that I couldn't do things. But yeah. then I've got small now and I've still got exactly the right, same issues. Yeah. Um, and I still can't do a lot of it. Like, I, I can't get into a squat I can't, yeah. because I can't get my hands on the back. So my mobility is so oh, shit like, in, your, your in my shoulders, yeah. like the rotation and all stuff like that. Um, I just need pulling back to square one. Are we cool to see what he does? Like, what sort of Yeah, stuff I'm really looking forward to it. It's quite good to like, learn about that, wouldn't it? Yeah, because well, I'm not bodybuilding now. The bodybuilding training's all right when I go and do it, but it's difficult to get into because I'm not trying to do anything with it. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Whereas, yeah. I mean, I've said this before, but when you've trained... For that long and every minute of every day and every thought's consumed with getting bigger. Yeah. Now it's just like, it's what not boring, but it's like, yeah. I've, so <clears throat> I fancy like, and I read a, that was a bit. <laughs> I, I read something the other week and it said, um, every man should be hard to kill. And I thought, that's cool. Or every, or every no, not, not the hard to kill. Every, that- every man should be able to save his own life. And I thought, yeah, every man should be able to save his own life. And I mean like run, jump over stuff swim like functional stuff yeah do you know like that and i thought i can't i can't, I can't run <laughs> i would be worried thought, jump, I'd, say, I'd be worried jumping over a wall in case i tore something off because everything feels so yeah. vulnerable and like not like it no, didn't I work get properly saying, yeah i can't swim because i've got such like bad shoulders from all the years and all the rest of it mm. um i can swim but i not i can yeah I get you know what, what i mean, mean yeah. i'll be able to just swim lengths which yeah. i'd love to be able to do so i kind of like the thought of being able to run yeah to jump over stuff do some like plyometric type stuff and yeah. things like that being able to go swimming a couple of times a week, still do bodybuilding training on top of it, but just like for the way I yeah, look a little I get bit, you. Um, and just have a broader range of everything. Yeah. Like I want to be able to run. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 
um, and things like that. So I'm going to try and get into a little bit of that. Don't quote me on it, though, because I might get there well, and think... Updates pending. Uh, yeah, I might get back and think, fuck this, this is bollocks. <laughs> and then um, just end up going back to bodybuilding like I always do. Yeah. Um, I but, feel like a lot of bodybuilders, though, would do a similar sort of thing after they, like, stop, like, competitive bodybuilding. Because, obviously, when you're bodybuilding and you're prepping, like, you're not really fit. Well, you're fit from your cardio, but you're not, like, life fit, are you? You know no, what I mean? And I assumed, because I was, like, I was, like, 22 and a half stone, right? Yeah. I assumed that I was so unfit in yeah. life to life because I was 22 and a half <clears> stone. <throat> I'm only 18 stone now. Yeah. And I'm still not that fit. Do you, know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm a hell of a lot fitter than I was. I can mm. run up the road now, which I definitely couldn't do yeah. before. Um, but I'm not fit fit. Do you know what yeah, I mean? I so you. I'd like the th- I'd like to be lighter. I'd like to be lighter than I am. Yeah. So bodybuilding training is not that conducive for that either. Yeah. If I could be like, I'd love to be like 16 and a half stone, be able to run for quite a bit. Yeah. But still look good. Like Yeah, look like athletic. Yeah, look like more athletic. Yeah, yeah do you know you. what I mean? Because I'll, I'll never be able to get rid of all my muscle. Do you know what I mean? It's it'd be impossible because it just don't go. If yeah. you train, it just don't go. Yeah. Um. Obviously, obviously, like I've said before, I'll never use steroids again or anything like that. So anyway, that was my little thing that I'm looking at. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, I'm buzzing. So if you see me like doing the hurdles or something like that, you might <laughs> running in, a marathon. You'll pull up in the car park one day, one day and I'll just be doing hurdles <laughs> over the... <laughs> You're like, what's he doing? Just practicing. I've got to try to save my own life. <laughs> yeah, I read oh. that. Every man should be able to save his own life. And I thought... Yeah. I fancy it, that. Yeah, because if I get dropped in the sea for whatever reason, I won't be lasting that long. I'll be sinking after 10 minutes, do you know what I mean? Hopefully you I just have to lay on my sea. back and hopefully I don't sink. <laughs> so, yeah. That's exciting. A bit of a mad one, but it really triggered that as well, yeah. And obviously, you you want I want to be fitter as well. I'm, yeah. I'm in my, getting towards my late 30s now. Is 37 late 30s? I think it probably mm, is. Mid 30s. Yeah, mid 30s, isn't it? Next year I'll be late 30s because yeah. I'm 38. So I want to be fitter in that as well. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. Yeah. So, fitter, smaller, faster, cooler. Yes. <laughs> so, we're going to talk about, not just going to talk about that shit today, that bored everyone to death, but we're going to talk about post-show stuff, yeah? Yeah, I'm excited for this because I feel like it's a hot topic. It's a hot topic. It's been a hot topic for a few years. Um, and it's relevant. It's It never stops being relevant because people never stop competing to stop being post-show, so it's always thingy. Um, it's always going to be happening. Yeah. Um, in the same way that funeral we're in, par- we're in the thick of it. Funeral parlors will never be out of business because people are always dying. Porsche will never be irrelevant because people are always competing. Um, so we're going to talk about that. And I think like, so you've obviously got a good bit of experience with your own post shows and multiple yeah. man sets coming out of the shows of the different yeah. shows that you've done as well because not everyone's the same. Um, I have obviously prepped hundreds and <clears> hundreds <throat> of people and came away from shows with them afterwards. And what we will start by saying with this, because I think when you read on Instagram, there's so like that you should do this, you should do that, you have People to do this. People preach a lot, to. don't they? Yeah, they fucking do, and half of them don't even know what they're on about half the time. Anyway, <laughs> I just read it. And I think shut up. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, there's only an handful of people that I probably listen to, but like, but then on the other hand, a lot of everyone's opinions valid as well because everyone's got their own experience. Yeah. Being honest, joking aside, um, but. A lot of what we're probably going to say might be quite contradictory to what yeah, we're yeah. to what we're saying five minutes ago because there's so many different ways and so many different approaches and there's I don't think there's no rights or wrongs. There's just a bit of like a large grey area that we yeah. need to travel through to get to a certain point, and everybody's different. So you might have someone coming out of a show like I could lay down twenty of my clients now that have come out of the back end of these shows, and every one of them's doing yeah. things like a little well, not every one of them. There'll be a few outliers that are really going in different directions with the way they're doing the reverse. For me as a coach, 
I've got to treat them all differently. I've got one client, for example, I won't, I won't bring no names into it, obviously, because they might not want me to, but, but one client, for example, who I'm having to bring out of it very, very slowly because a brain won't accept that we need... Right, yeah. It won't, it, it needs time for a brain to accept that we want... Obviously, we need to get... I mean, she's peeled out of a fucking man, and she probably yeah. will be for the next few weeks until after Christmas, but her brain won't compute with... We, need, we need to fat. go back up. Right, so, yeah. What we're trying to do when we're getting people after the show, right? And we'll talk about women specifically because that's what I deal with and that's that's what you yeah. are. Um, <laughs> and, you. and it's a different thing to men as well, really. But like we said in the last episode, we're just trying to get the health back. That's the main thing that we're looking at. With get the women, health back with the least amount of mental, detrimental... Yeah. Is that the right word? Yeah, so we're trying to get the health back to where it <clears> wants to be. Period, back, hormonal, everything like that. Get the thyroid back to where it should be, which obviously means increasing body fat bringing that back at a decent enough pace to get it back as quickly as possible without being detrimental to the off-season further down the yeah. line. So, excuse me, again, Diet Cook. So what we've got to bear in mind is when we're coming away from the show, we've got another show which might be 12, hopefully 18 months later. Yeah. So if your body fat comes up way too quickly because you go on a mad one binging, you're going to offset your off-season quite a lot because you're going to have to mm-hmm. cut that off again further down the line at some point, yeah. which might take away a lot of a good chunk of your off-season and, and make you have to set it out in a way that is not favourable yeah. to what you want to do in 18 months' time or 12 months' time, whatever it might be. Um, right, I forgot what I was talking about now. So don't want to put the body back on too quick. We need to get the hormones back to where it needs to be and we need to get you to a point where we're leading off into the off-season nicely Food nice and high without the body fat going up too yeah. quickly, whilst also keeping everything mentally intact. So that's different for everybody. Yeah. yeah. I think the biggest thing with post show is being able to actually stick to some sort of plan and not just going on a free for all mad one, because I think that's when people really struggle. Yeah. When they're struggling to stick to the plan, because then the body fat comes up very quick, your head goes, and yeah. you've lost all sort of structure. Yeah. And then you're in a position where you're a lot heavier than you want to be, but you can't diet because your health's not back in a good spot. Yeah. So it's like finding the best way for you to be able to stick to a plan, whether that be building your food up slower or going straight up or having a couple of days off, off the plan or having yeah. a couple of weeks off the plan. And, it's like finding... And for people that don't know this, <clears throat> if once you've, you've just done a 20-week prep, 22-week prep, if you've done qualifiers and finals, 25, whatever it might have been dragged out to, you've been down, 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 down. Your body's like somewhere where it doesn't want to be for quite a long period yeah. of time. You can't just slam 15 kilos back on and then think, I'll just I'll just jump back on a diet and get that Six off. Six weeks later. Six weeks later, eight mm. weeks later. Your body's just going to go, and what? no matter what your health markers are saying, by the way, in general, your body's just going to go, no, you're mad. Yeah. You've just been trying to starve us for a year. We think we're going to fall, that, we think we're going to fall for that again. We're not stupid. In a layman's term, yeah, that, that's that's yeah. what happens. You're gonna to need to be sat in the surplus <clears> for quite a long period of time before your body even. And and then and again, this is irrespective of health markers. Before it even gives a response, nine times out of ten, people might be able to diet and take a little bit off. But generally, mm. women, well, generally women, from what I've dealt with, you're gonna be waiting for a good, good, good few yeah. months before you. So what you don't want to be doing. And this is what we're trying to avoid because this is what everyone used to do back in the day. And this is what fucked a lot of people's heads up um, and dragged them away from the spot because they were unhappy. Going, just binging for two, three, four weeks straight, whatever, going on a mad one, gaining 20 kilo with no real base of a diet in place. So then you loads of body weight up. Then from that point, all you can really do 
is carry on pushing yeah. up. And then you end up getting more body fat, which makes people meet, because, feel more uncomfortable. Because then you have to gain more body fat to get your food up more, to get your body sat in a comfortable place for long enough to be able to diet again. And then you've got to come all the way back through them kilos. Yeah. Basically, in a nutshell, that's what we're trying to avoid. So we're trying to get your health back without causing all that excess body fat that you've then got to diet back through six months later, which might take long. Because if you've got to take off like 15 kilos mm. to get back to an acceptable spot, that's a lot of dieting. Yeah, definitely. That's a lot of dieting. It's like generally at least 15 weeks dieting if you want yeah. to take 15 kilos off. And the numbers are, um, what's the word? Like the numbers are irrelevant. Do you know what yeah. I mean? That might not yeah. be 15 kilo. It might be 15 kilo, whatever. But I have seen that. I've seen people go crazy and gain 20, yeah. 30 kilo after a yeah, show. Yeah, because like if I if I just ate what I wanted after a show, I reckon I could ease. I mean, I can eat a lot of food. You like I, eating, yeah. I like food, to put it lightly. Um, I could easily whack on like, I reckon a good ten kilos in a in a few in a, in a couple of weeks, couple, two or three weeks maybe. Yeah, I'd think so. Yeah, because that's only a stone and a half. Do you know? What yeah, I mean? you could easily, easily get through that. Um, so that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to get health back in place without gaining shit tons of unnecessary weight and keep you mentally stable at the same time. Yeah. So then your health's back. You're off season in an okay place to set off in, and you're happy-ish. Yeah, and that's going to look different for everyone in terms of how fast they can do it or mentally yeah. how they deal with gaining weight because yeah. a lot of pe- a lot of girls after they've competed are like petrified of especially when it's your first time of like weight gain because you think oh I've worked so hard to get all this weight off and now it's just going to all go back on again yeah and it comes on so quickly compared to the way it went yeah, off it does um, so then you're going to have a broad <clears> spectrum <throat> of people and people who are watching this might sit somewhere in the middle so you've got some like I've just talked about one of my clients who she so she's this girl that I'm talking about in specific and I've had a bunch of clients like this is an absolute robot like she just fucking loves dieting anyway. She loves it. She never. I've never seen her suffering once when she's dieting. She's the happiest dieter I've ever seen in my life. But she she just wants to come up pound by pound yeah. by pound by pound very slowly. And although that's not the best thing for a body, that's definitely the best thing for a mind because that's yeah. making her anxious as fuck. Opposite end of the scale, and this is the very opposite end of the scale. I've got some clients that just and just they don't give that much of a fuck, so they'll get the plan. They'll fall off three, four, five times a week, like, and they'll just they'll just take it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And they might, they'll say like, "Look, this is the way I am," and they might be up x amount of kilos over the first month, and then they just say, "I'll take care of it further down the line." I've got yeah. clients who are very good competitors, <clears throat> by the way. One that I'm thinking of specific when I'm talking about it, um, who just will take that and they'll just take care of it further yeah. down the line. And that's what we've done. Everyone else kind of sits in the middle. Yeah, and that's like where we kind of really ground. want people sat somewhere in the middle. Um, so my approach generally, generally post-show, if we're talking about the masses and not either end of the spectrum, I like to get the calories up quite quick. I don't like to be too responsive, um, too restrictive with it. Yeah. Because for me, as a whole, and again, there's there's outliers to all situations, as a whole, if you're too restrictive, um, they'll just fall off plan. Yeah, this is the thing, like, you need, because your appetite's through the roof, right, after you've done dieting, and, and in your head, you're like, and people will get this if they've competed before. It's like, oh, well, I need to to my plan, but why can I not have that? I've just been dieting for like 25 weeks. Why should I not have that meal with yeah. my family or first go time, out? First time has made this mistake a lot. Yeah. And, and they generally, like, obviously they regret it further down the line mm. and they learn for the next prep. Yeah. It's like justification. Like, yeah. well, I deserve it. I deserve it. I deserve it. So I'll yeah. always tell people to try and think of the prep three le- weeks longer than it actually is. Yeah, that helped me loads when you said that to me last time because I never thought about that before. I was like, oh, yeah. I'm done prep. Great. Yeah, no. Do what you want. If but you actually. Just view it as a way in and then a, yeah. and a little dip out. And then once we get you to that bit. Yeah. So I won't put and i always say this officially put off plan meals on people's 
reverse diets until like three weeks post-show generally. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I don't want to be the one to say, go and eat X amount of calories on an off-plan meal and that sets them on a mad binge for days Yeah, because when you're days. hungry and you're like... Don't get me wrong. If yeah. they say, look, Dan, my family's booked me this out. I'm going to go do this. I'll be like, all right, just be careful. Yeah. Me. But I'm not going to be the one to put that on the plan so yeah. they go and do it. So usually, like you've just said, hunger. No matter how much you eat, that hunger's not actually going yeah. away. Anyway, regardless of if you're eating 1,000 or 5,000 calories, the hunger's still going to be yeah. present in it. But we want to offset that somewhere in the middle. So I will try and get try my best to get food up quite high, quite quick. And I'm not talking crazy high, but enough to keep someone semi-satiated. Stop someone going around the bend. Stop someone going <laughs> around the bend. Where we can put back, <clears throat> back, let back end some of the food so it's a bit heavier at the end of the day with oats or something like yeah. that. So they've got something on a night yeah. time. Because that's usually when people get bored that, and hungry. That normally works quite well because that's when people stop picking, I think. Yeah, so if you can put a big old chunk of oats in and last on the last meal, that's usually quite helpful to plug the gap a little bit yeah. until the next day. Um, so then, so what, then what I'm trying to do with that is I'm trying to see the body weight come up, but under our own control. Yeah, not on a mad mad one where people lose control yeah. and they're just eating. And again, we can't put numbers on that because <clears> I'll do the same things with different people and some people might come up... 0.8 of a kilo a week something crazy and some people are bopping up a kilo and a half two kilos a yeah. week doing the same thing but that's different people you're not yeah. going to really control that you just you've just got to put the plans and processes in place to get the best out of it that you can yeah. so that's generally what i'll do with people reversing and then once we get three weeks post-show then the hunger starts to die down a little bit yeah we've got a little bit of body fat on so they're feeling a little bit better then we're going to start putting off plan meals in officially every week because if I think if you put them in early, like we've just said, it'll just set you off on a mad one. Yeah. So we'll put them in officially three weeks post-show so, so they can have what they want there. And like I say, people do have... And this, by the way, it's rarely perfect. It's rarely... I don't think anyone's post-show is I don't is expect perfect. it to be perfect. I'm surprised when it is. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? If I don't get a message or something saying, Dan, I've fucked it, of of people like I'd be surprised, you know what yeah. I mean? And usually when they say they fucked it, they'd be like, I just had five rice cakes because <laughs> I, I was so hungry. And I'm thinking in my head, good. Yeah. Because that five rice cakes, if I'd have kept your food too low, would have been five pizzas. Yeah. And would have been having a different conversation. Yeah. So when they're saying that to me, that's actually good feedback because they're not going on a mad binge. Yeah. And it'll be usually just stuff like that. I had to have an extra bowl of oats. I had to have this. I had to have yeah. that. That's how I know I've done my job good. Yeah. Because that's all that I'm getting back. Whereas if I'm getting people like, They'll just go missing for three days. Yeah. And they'll find them in Frankie and Benny's, like in a corner stuff. Like that's when you know you've kind yeah, of Yeah, that, that's the thing. I think it's like, um, I think that that really helped me a lot as well. Like if I'm if I'm really struggling, because like I'll have done this before as well, like just having some having something that's already in your meals. Yeah. Rather than just going on a mad one and thinking like yeah. I'll just go and eat whatever, soon which is what taste, I did after my first yeah. show. As soon as you taste that cookie, or you, that there's pizza, no stopping anyone. That like goes off, it's bang, 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 yeah. bang, bang, and then you just you're in that direction. Yeah. Which is why I keep the off-plan meals out. Which yeah. might it sounds harsh. You're not letting them having a cheat meal for three weeks after the show. Well, they've had usually a couple of days off after the show. Yeah. So obviously they have the night of the show, usually the day after, and maybe a little bit the day after. Then they've got the reverse plan, which is set quite high. So then try and stay on that. Generally, they'll have a family occasion or something where they're out within a week or two after the show anyway. But like I said, I don't officially put it on. Then three weeks later, we're there. So that's usually how I skate people away. If you go crazy too high with the food, obviously you're going to get the same response. Yeah. It's going to be too much. If you go, if you try and keep it too low, that's stupid because... What well, I mean, what you what what yeah, you trying, trying to achieve? Yeah, what you're trying to achieve? And everyone's going to lose their head at some point if they're, they're, they're going to lose their head, and they're going to end up worse off. You might as well have put them on five thousand <clears> calories a day, yeah, than keep them on 
1,300 calories a day because like it's going to lead to the same outcome, do you know what I mean? So somewhere in the middle is always good. And then like just don't beat yourself up if you come off plan. Like just get back on it. I'd be Mm. like, sound, just get back on it. Sound, just get back on it. Just keep getting back on the arse because if you think you've fucked it and then just end up going eating everything in sight, then... Then, then you have fucked it. It's not. Yeah. People have got that like all on nothing mindset, which is yeah, great in bodybuilding. People have that though, don't they? But yeah, once they've slipped up a bit, they just go on full self sabotage yeah. mode. Um, but yeah, that's what your coach is there for to reach out for and yeah. say it. And I had it this morning. Somebody just randomly checked in that weren't meant to check in. It was like, I need a midweek check in because I've done this, this, and this. This is someone who competed obviously yeah. at the World Championships. And she thought it was really bad. And I was like, don't worry, that's okay. That's not that bad. Just, yeah. you've learned yeah. what you've done there, blah, blah, blah. Just, yeah. just try to do whatever. Um, just don't do that again because that was yeah and also you learn so much that I feel like I've done like we said at the start I've done completely different things every time and it's like you look at something and you're like oh actually that didn't work too good or that wasn't a very good idea or I'll do that next time well it's one of them isn't it if if you've been rallying around a fucking driving (laughs) rally course like you learn where all the yeah. dips and the trees are and what to yeah, where every yeah, time yeah, to duck. Like yeah. so every every time you do a prep and come out of it, you think, oh, I won't do that again. Yeah. Because that bashed me last time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but ultimately, like there's so much pressure on it, so much like people like feel like they're being shamed into not perfectly sticking to the reverse. Yeah. I'm telling you now, even the people that you follow on Instagram, 95 percent of them are full of shit. They're, <laughs> they're just full of shit. Yeah. They're, they'll be doing all they're doing all sorts behind closed doors. And over the years, obviously. I know that because I worked with so many people and I've seen their Instagrams as well. So I'll see what they're saying compared to yeah. the reality a lot of the time or I'll coach one of their mates and they're right, posting that yeah. and I read the post and I think, well, that's not what's happening. But don't let Instagram fool you because that's full of shit. Um, and just just try and bounce through. As long as you're not going mental and going on a binge for three weeks, you'll yeah. be all right. Just stick somewhere <laughs> near your plan. Make yeah. sure you've got a decent amount of calories on it. If you don't think it's enough, tell your coach anyways, listen, I'm absolutely fucking ravenous and this is what I'll get. I'm ravenous and it's happening at this point of day. Yeah, and then Sound, you can mitigate it. There's a load of fucking food to yeah. it at that time of day. That's stodgy yeah. as fuck. That's going to yeah. sit. Do you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, if you're, worried, if you're worried about putting your food up, but you're adding an extra, let's say, what, 600 calories, right? It's quite a lot of food. Like, but you can get a lot of food for 600 calories. Yeah. But if that's going to stop you going and eating an extra 3,000 calories, yeah. which I mean, is quite easily done in a pizza and a dessert. What What's 600 calories in pizza? It's not even half a pizza, is it? What's Domino? It's like two, two, over like, 2,000 calories think, Yeah, pizza? yes. I don't know how they get much that, that calories per square inch, to be fair. But yeah, it's, it's over 2,000, I think, plus the dips and this and yeah, that, blah, and blah, blah, chocolate and whatever. You're easy in for 4,000 yeah. calories. Where So what's worse? Like exactly. res- restricting and having 4,000 calories and that'll lead on to the next day as well. It yeah. won't stop there. Or plugging them full of oats and like yeah, exactly. potatoes and yeah. things that like are just going to... That's just satiating foods. Yeah, satiating foods. Yeah. So yeah, I'll always do that. And it's always at the end of the day and I'm like, I'm, I'm struggling at the end of the day. And I'm like, sound, yeah. sticking over 100 grams of oats in there. Yeah. And I think once you've got your oats and you've got a bit of fats in the evening, like... Yeah, put some peanut butter yeah, in there and some bit of chocolate that, and whatever. That sorts you out, doesn't yeah, it? it sorts you out. And that's, that's generally it. And I've just done it so many times. Now I can I give them the right act before it, especially first timers. I'll say, "This is you're going to feel like this. You're going to feel like that. You're going to yeah. feel like this." And they go right, and they're still not ready for it, even though yeah. they think they are. Um, and then, yeah, and it, I I don't I don't really see any fucked reverses anymore now from my yeah. clients. Like you'll get the odd one that goes off the rails, but they're just choosing to go off the rails, and, they, and then you. Don't come back to bodybuilding just because the thing I had doing that again. But you're talking like one in fifty yeah. or something like that. You're not talking like yeah very often at all. I think I've seen 
that happened to one of my clients in the last two years. Yeah. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. You know what I think really helps as well? Like knowing that you're still going to be hungry and preppy. Because I think when I first prepped the first time, I had this expectation in my head that like I was going to finish prep and then I'd like feel normal again and I'd like not be hungry. And I was like trying to eat to stop myself being hungry, yeah. which is obviously like never going to happen, is it? No. So it's like now knowing that, okay, I just need to stick to this for like a few weeks and then I won't be as hungry anymore and it'll be okay. It's like knowing that it will settle down. Yeah, it will settle and it's usually or in that three to me, four week but... mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're always hungry, but not that type of hungry. Not like, not to the point where you feel like you're opening the kitchen cupboard and stone all the food yeah. hungry. Nine times out of 10, it's in it's in that between three and five weeks. Yeah. Like if it's going on for longer than five weeks, then that's not that common. But again, it will stop. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It will stop. But that crazy ravenous bottomless pit. Yeah. Like, just insatiable feeling um it's always in that three to five weeks usually three to four weeks yeah so if you can just ride that out and like stick to your plan as best you can yeah as best you can and then it's all right and yeah you might be one of them people that gains four kilos in that time good for you you might run them people that gains 10 kilos in that time but either way if you've done that it'll be nowhere near as bad as what it would have been yeah if you've gone on a mad one even if you're somebody that's gone up 10 12 kilo excuse me in a few weeks i mean i'm not saying there's anything wrong with that but if you'd have done the other route you'd have been up 30 yeah, exactly. do you know what i'm saying and also at least if you kind of follow well followed your plans as best you can and you gain x amount of weight at least your food's nice and high yeah and so you're eating maybe what three thousand going on three thousand calories a day I'm yeah guessing and that's for most people. and that's the point so then you're well wherever you're at from that point that's when your off season really starts to yeah. begin because for me i don't i don't give um what do you call it i don't let people train to failure until three or four weeks post show a lot of them are still running reduced volume or whatever. I generally don't give um, new training plans until four yeah. weeks post-show, which for me, people might think, oh, well, I need some new stimulation. Like, I used to do that, give people new training plans straight out the back of a show. But what do they do? Get excited and go mad. Get overexcited, go to the gym and go yeah. fucking mental. So that's that never is a good idea, in my opinion. Even though your training that you've got might be a little bit boring, um, I'd rather somebody be a little bit like that for a few weeks. Yeah. And then when they get to three weeks, give them a new training plan. So three weeks post-show, let them break themselves in for a week a little bit with the movements and all the rest of it, and then boom. So everything's kind of everything's kind of set out, structured on purpose, the way I kind of do it. Yeah. So then as soon as you're at that four-week out point, your fuel should be at nice and high anyways. Your body fat ain't gone absolutely crazy or as crazy as it could have done, and then you're setting off into your off-season. Get your blood works done between four and six weeks, somewhere around there usually is what I like to do. See if there's anything we'll correct that might need correcting through supplementation or generally just time. Just time solves everything generally, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like good sleep, bit more food, yeah, rest. Yeah, and just a, just a few more weeks recovery yeah. from, from being at show, do you know what I mean? It's not like, not all robots, you're not be like, well, you're a human, so you're going to recover four to six weeks post-show. Yeah. But some girls that the thyroid, even though they've not used any thyroid drugs or anything like that, that's still recovering for some of them three months after the show. Yeah. It's rare, but I have got clients that do that, do you know what I mean? So we'll put everything in place that we need to try and sort all that out, and that's another story. But um, that's the crux of post-show basically and like we say it's a gray area because not everybody's going to be the same yeah what what do you do so obviously there's a lot of girls post show that will struggle with like i get loads of messages about binging can't stop eating like i just like can't stop eating chocolate can't stop eating all this food what would you do with someone because i've got some like stuff what helps me but what would you if you've got a client that's like i can't stop eating shit basically um do you ever get that with clients where they're like just binging on like load of rubbish yeah that's what i mean not so much because of all them things that are put in place with the higher food and the warnings and all the rest of it and i think like 
you just got to put in what you can to keep them full and keep them occupied and try and keep them on track. But some people, no matter what they do, I think they, they just they want to do that. Yeah. They want to do it. And if they want to do it, it's like anything in it. Yeah. They want to do it and they're going yeah. to do it. And you've just got to take care of it further down the line. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I've had clients that have done that or not as bad as what I was saying where they're binging all day every day, but they'll just go on mad ones yeah. quite a lot. And they do gain quite a lot of weight. Yeah. And I just like, I just say, look, it's all right. We'll just take care of it further down the line. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't, what, what are you going to do? Binge and purge and, and whatever the rest of it and whatever it's called, where you'll just like go real restrictive because you've been eating so much and yeah. then like go on a mad one. So I binge restrict cycle, isn't Just it? let it calm down because it will yeah. calm down. And, lo- and you might be going through some shit whilst you're going through it, but yeah. there's obviously no other choice if that's the way your brain's like taking you. Um, and it's not with everybody, but it does happen. And they might gain a bunch of weight. Listen, it's not permanent vandalization. It's like... It, yeah, you're not come, you're not breaking anything off. with your body. <laughs> that's or, what I mean. It's yeah. it's not permanent. It'll come off. Yeah. It just it just means more work in a longer period between the shows. That's all more than likely. Yeah. But if you've gone up X amount of kilos, we've got to let your body settle down. We'll push your food up. You're going to be uncomfortable for a while. Yeah. Because we're pushing your food up whilst you've already got quite a lot of extra body fat on. So your body fat's probably going to go up some more, probably. Um, and then once we've set up I, I get so many girls that come to me, Leah, that are fucking just broken. And then we have to go through this shit. And I really respect them for what they go through when they do it. So they'll come and they'll be like, um, they'll be, they'll have been with some fucking mad person who's been telling them what to do or whatever. And they've been on 800 calories for six months. Right, yeah. And they've been doing two hours cardio for three months. And they've had them on this and they've had them on that. And they're doing this. And this is not even generally competitors sometimes. This is people for photo shoots and oh, shit. Really? Yeah. Um, and, and I just, I'll get on a call and whatever. And I'll say, this is what's going to happen. Next. If you want to fix this, this is generally what's going to come yeah. next because as soon as, as soon as this stops, which you've already started doing, you're binging like crazy and you can't stop. There's not always everything we can do about that. You yeah. fu- you're, you're a bit fucked. It just takes a lot of time. Doesn't and it, it takes some time. This is literally the position I was in before I came to you with all the work I had to do. It's the same. And yeah. the position that you was in when you went to Danny and got sorted, yeah. I get, I get clients like that. And I say, we're going to have to go through probably a year yeah. of, and was it about that for you? Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah, it must have been maybe yeah. a, a bit longer, maybe. Yeah, you were getting on for a year of being yeah. fat. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So you're gonna, you've got some fat on your binging, but we've got to wait for all that to stop, and then we're going to have to keep pushing your yeah, food. Yeah, because the only way that's going to go is to build the food up. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to push your food and push your food and push your food. And do you know what? I've got so much respect for the girls that go through it because they, they're not comfortable, and yeah. I'm watching them. They're not happy and they're not comfortable, yeah. but they've got respect for the process and they believe what I'm telling yeah. them. And they go through it, and then we get to the end of that full year or whatever it might be. I'm not. I'm not saying that that's a definite time frame, but yeah, rough. Generally, yeah. do you know what I mean? Um, and they've got a bunch of extra weight on, and then I say, now we're going to have to go in the other direction, and it won't be a mini cut because you're carrying so much. We're going to have to go right through all of it, and yeah. it might be 16 weeks, 12, 16 weeks of a proper diet, um, and then we'll get all the way back to somewhere where you need to be, and then we can stop you there because it won't be a crazy yeah. Like, we haven't done anything crazy to get there. It's just chilling. Cal- yeah. Calories in the right place. Cardio's fairly chilled. We're not doing, like, all fat burns and shit like that. We'll get them down to where they need to be, and then we can start building you again from yeah. there. So the recovery from that is <laughs> quite long. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I do get – I've got competitors like that who have come to me that have been broken like that on preps. Um, and I've got people – a handful of people that I've had over the years that have just come from, like, doing photo shoots and shit. Yeah. And they're in that position. And I, just, I, I think, though, a lot of the time – lifestyle clients struggle with the relationship food side of things a lot more than people like the the bodybuilders yeah probably so 
all the all the Levad like all they've been running to the ground competing all year every year for like yeah three years two years and stuff like that. They'll, they'll have done like beginning to end and that's that's sometimes I don't really want to say it, but like like sometimes if you've got someone you'll sometimes get coaches that just do that to people because they want to keep winning trophies for themselves yeah. and it's I don't I, I really hate it to be honest and I see it sometimes. And I get them sometimes get them clients that come to the back of me off of it, and they've got someone who's got good genetics or potential, and all the rest of it, and they're just rinsing them yeah. those shows, and it's horrible yeah. to see because um, it just because then they're fucked. Yeah, and so much someone can like cost, how much how many years are you going to compete back to back and all yeah. year and all the rest of it before you just fucked? Yeah. Then how long is your recovery going to be after that? Yeah. To be able to get back on stage again, exactly. really a long time in it. Yeah. So not a fan of that. Um, and I do get some clients of them that need fixing a little bit. Yeah. I've got to go through all that stuff. Um, that was a little bit of a tangent, I suppose, from what we was talking helpful, about. Though. From a helpful tangent. Yeah, probably a helpful tangent. Yeah, because I suppose, and I don't really think of it like this, but I suppose not everybody gets this insight to what I get coming through my inbox. Yeah. And the conversations that I have to have with people and things that yeah. we're fixing. You'll get it probably as well, but the things that we're fixing behind closed doors that nobody really yeah. speaks about. Yeah. And the negative side effects mentally and physically that comes with it to get them back to a right place. Yeah. Because gaining weight, like it is, that's what a lot of people struggle with, I think, isn't it? It's like when they've gone through that, it's then that like mental side of it weight must, gain. It's I just, hard. I, feel, I just, I feel sorry for a man that they've got to go through being that out yeah. of shape for that long to get back to where they need yeah. to be, to get back to a point which is good. Yeah. And it it doesn't ever need to be like that. Yeah. Like it doesn't yeah. ever need to be like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You just need to and if you're planning competing and things like that, um, be strategic about what you're doing, especially as a female. Like competing year after year after year after year, like twelve twelve months apart yeah. or even six months apart. Not not ideal. Do you know what I mean? At some point you just need a good solid Yeah. Yeah, you need sort Stint of, of ideally eighteen months between shows, yeah. really. And I know things get. Com- I mean, like obviously we did it with you, didn't we? We competed at the British, yeah. and then we, we went straight to the university. The university, like eight, uh, let's call it six months later, because yeah. whatever. Do you know what I mean? Basically, two back to back preps. Yeah, that two back to back preps. That was. And sometimes you can kind of get away with that, all right, because you know you're going to then take some time yeah. after, after, which we did. We have it. We had eighteen months between shows after that. Yeah. But realistically, if you're setting out your competing career, try not to get too eager with how frequently to compete because you've got a lot more to take into account. I'd say a lot more than what lads have to take into account. Yeah. Because they're not really recovering anything because they don't really come off. They don't really come off. <laughs> yeah. the, their hormones are not real anyway. Do you know what I mean? Because they generally don't come off the ship. Different for natural lads, I'm sure. Um, but you've got a lot more to consider as a female. Got to think like longevity with it, haven't you? Yeah. And even, and even if you are responding still, like how long are your hormones shut down for? You need to like think mm-hmm. about all that. I mean, it's it's rare that it would never not come back to life further down the line, but... Like, do you want to be shutting yourself down for that long? Period? And also, you know, what I think helps if you get a good solid off season in and you're like, your appetites stabilizes and like you're enjoying your food and you feel like full, you're so much more ready then to prep mentally yeah. versus yeah. like going into a prep being like, actually, oh, I'm still fuck. pretty hungry and yeah. like, I don't know if I'm feeling ready. Yeah. Whereas if you can like build your food up, get your food really high, you know, you, yeah. you feel so much better going into a prep. Yeah. And obviously, it gives you a chance to refresh through the year yeah. and pull bits of fat off so you're constantly yeah. putting yourself nearer to a better point to start because if you can start your prep with like 11 or 12 kilos to come off and your food in a good place and you've been doing no cardio and like that's going to be a good prep yeah that's why the reverse is so important though because if you can yeah the do prep that. feeds into the reverse and the reverse yeah. feeds into the prep and it's the same yeah. type of thing so if you if you know you've lined yourself up for a prep like that then you're going to have a good reverse as well yeah because if you've only had like 10 or 11 kilos to come through to get in shape 
as opposed to 20 to 25. Yeah. Like, because if that's coming down, it's going to be yeah. it's going to be more likely to go back up badly after the show. Whereas if you come down just a bit because you've spent longer getting ready and your hormones are in a good place and all the rest of it, you're going to have a good exit yeah. as well, which then leads to a better prep further down the line. So, like, I don't know if I said this to on some episodes before, but I'm always, even with clients that I'm just taking on now, I'm already thinking, like, I've got clients, I've got clients that I'm taking on now in the last couple of weeks that I'm already thinking about their reverse in, in 2025. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because they're not competing until early 2025. I'm already lining everything up now so that they're getting, they're having a good time. Yeah, so they're set up for it. That's my, that's my responsibility. Yeah. They don't know. That's why they, that's why they're coming to me. Yeah. That, that's, that's on my responsibility. And it's very easy to get led down a garden path with people. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do this. And me be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? When I know that that's not going to be yeah. a good outcome for them. Yeah. And I have to tell them. Yeah. And sometimes they don't like it. Yeah. But I have to tell them the truth. Yeah. Because otherwise I've got to sleep on night, haven't I? Yeah. <laughs> True. But yeah. So, I mean, you, your competing journey as a female is necessarily not overly long anyway. Generally, people are a few years competing. Um, and it's a lot less long if you fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a lot of people that leave bodybuilding like, fuck that, it's bad for you, this, blah, 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 which I'm not saying it's no, great. No, that was me after the first shot, I was like, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> yeah. A load of rubbish. <laughs> yeah, and it took you a few years to sort yourself out, but then you came back yeah, and luckily and then you I did. Got and that's when obviously we linked it. up and all the rest of it. Yeah. Well, that could have left you with a bit of taste in your mouth and you're never coming yeah. back and just telling everybody how bad it is, which, yeah. again, I'm not saying it's great bodybuilding, but it doesn't have to be bad, bad. If you do it the right way and you do it properly, and I think you do like the off season and the life stuff in between you you can make it last so much longer than just like killing yourself off in one show yeah and i think there's there's like tips and stuff that you can do to make your reverse a bit easier as well like for example sorry going off on a tangent so what what like really helps me is the first time you're you might have girls do this i don't know but maybe not because you'll i didn't really know the first time i prepped but i was like hoarding food Worst thing you can do. Because you see stuff and you can't eat it and you're like, oh yeah, I'll have that after prep. And then you end up with loads of stuff in the house. So what helps me is like having nothing in the house apart from the foods that are on my meal plan. Which obviously is a bit, it's easy for me because I'm just with Will. Whereas like for people that have families and kids, obviously you can't really do that. But But you still have to hoard. Yeah, but if you can just have the food that's like on your plan and then if if you go out, you can have a nice meal or you can have a dessert or whatever. People do mad shit like, freeze birthday cakes and yeah like. <laughs> but even frozen stuff like but i've known people i've had this before eating it frozen yeah. they don't even bother thawing it out they're yeah. ragging it out of the fridge and chewing it frozen like, this was me on my first prep was it really? yeah even yeah. frozen cookie dough yeah oh, that's what i yeah. mean so that's that's how mad it can get yeah um but yeah as long as you just put everything into place that you can make yeah. sure someone's leading you to give you the right advice yeah. ask them as well because you don't not everyone's yeah. a mind reader like ask yeah. them questions um and implement everything you can and i think like rever- reversing after shows has come such a long way man long way yeah. like i said to you before like it was before it just used to be um just uh, do what you want just chill, chill. you just finish enjoy your meals and enjoy, yeah and like they're on pizza and chinese every night and they're blown yeah. up like a pig and then they're, yeah. they're absolutely miserable for a long time yeah. afterwards it's come along and that's what i'm trying to say with all of this with all the pressure of being perfect and millimeter for gram of this and blah 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 push show it's come a damn long way since that yeah because it's a lot more structured isn't it now as long as you've as long as you can you're doing a lot better than that then yeah. you're doing all right does that mean yeah and like just don't don't let people because you'll only get the vocal few that want to show off about being perfect on instagram yeah and i lie in a lot of the time as well i tell you yeah um 
pusher. And you'll think, well, if I can't do it like that, I can't do it. Yeah. Dominoes, whatever, blah, yeah, blah, exactly. blah. But I, I promise you that's not the case. When I say I've dealt with hundreds of women, I mean hundreds of women of Reverse Show. I've seen, I don't know if, if there's anything else what I can see, but I'll, I'm sure. You've seen it all. I'm sure there will be. I've seen every <laughs> every single thing you can possibly see post-show. Yeah. But I probably haven't. There's probably some other mad shit that I'm going to see. But it's not it's not what it's cut out to be on Instagram. It's not what it's probably cut out to be on podcasts and things like that when people are talking about it. Because no one wants to be like, oh, I've fucked it. I certainly eat 4,000 calories extra Yeah. Today. And also, <laughs> on the opposite end of the scale, the vocal people on the other end who do go on a mad one and get depressed and can't, like cope with it very well and all the rest of it that's not the norm either mm. do you know what i mean most so- people are okay most people kind of mostly stick to the plan they might have a, an extra meal one day they might yeah. have a, a bit of chocolate that there maybe wasn't yeah. on the plan one day or whatever i think 90 percent are sat in the yeah, middle most and then you get five percent either end of that some people will go yeah. absolutely mental who will post it all over instagram yeah. and put people off competing yeah. Then the five percent who are like literally like robots and they yeah. don't fall off the plan. For which I do not. Out of all them people, the percentage of that is extremely yeah. small. Extremely small. Um, although I have Adam, um, everyone else is in the middle. So like, just chill. Yeah, it's all good. And I think a big tip with this is as well is if you go out for a meal or you have a meal or you eat something that's more than what you're meant to eat, don't then try and pull it back and go and do extra cardio and start missing meals because that's when it becomes a very slippery slope because yeah. you're trying to settle your appetite. And if you're missing the, <laughs> missing meals and trying to cut things out, that leads to the restriction. it's just going to yeah. end up in this horrible cycle. So yeah. if you end up going out and you end up eating more than you've planned or you end up, I don't know. Don't do try it. and pull it back No, elsewhere. just carry on, eat that. your meals. Yeah. Because then it's way less likely to happen yeah. again. That's like my number one tip. I had that on a check-in this morning on the person oh, really? who checked in like randomly or weren't meant to check yeah. in um, out of the blue and said, I've done this at the weekend, but if I pull this back across Monday, Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday, it'll kind of, can. I was like, don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Just eat, eat what you're meant to eat. It's all yeah. right, honestly. I even do that with my lifestyle clients if they've like, because yeah. I just think it just becomes a very slippery yeah, slope. Yeah, it's done. And then, they start, and then they'll start, because then I think then people start doing it like, well, I can have this and I can yeah. just remove. Oh, yeah, it's dangerous. Yeah, no, don't do that. <laughs> no. Just take the calories on the chin because at the end of the day, like it's one day. If you've eaten a bit of extra food, just accept it and just crack on. Yeah. And like I say, it's all removable if it needs to be removed further down the line. Yeah. You're just trying to not gain an insane amount of unnecessary fat in a short space of time. That's the, that's the top and bottom of it. Yeah. And also, mm-hmm. like, if you're eating foods that are similar to what you've had all the way through your prep and you're just adding more in, you're probably going to start feeling pretty satisfied yeah pretty soon keeping the same structure yeah yeah you'll yeah you'll feel better yeah you'll feel better pretty quick so it's just sticking out those first few weeks isn't it yeah and just being mentally prepared for that as part of the prep which i think a lot of people are doing nowadays yeah i think people are a lot more clued up now than they were i i i don't do it as much now but i I did always try and like frighten the shit out of the first timers and make it sound (laughs) like do you know like you know like when someone tells you that the film that they've seen is the best film they've ever seen and then you go and see it and it's a bit shit because yeah, I get where, I get the analogy. Because you built your expectations yeah. up so much. What I'd always do with first timers is build it up so much to make them so frightened of it for the last couple of weeks of the prep. And then they're like, oh, this is fine, chilling. That when, they, when, that when it actually happens, it's nowhere near yeah. as bad as I told them. I used to do it on purpose yeah. so that they'd have a bit of a better time with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's good. <laughs> yeah, which I used to do. But that was a lot more when I worked in the gym because I spent a lot more time yeah. with the actual people. But sometimes now if I'm on a call with them after the show or whatever, I'll go, this is going to be the worst experience of your life. <laughs> I don't really say that, but yeah, I'll say this is 10 times worse than the prep, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, blah. And like really psych them 
onto it so when it happens it's not yeah. as bad as what it seems yeah. when I've frightened them to death yeah that was a little trick that I like playing with people oh, lovely <laughs> always good yeah but it was helpful I think yeah. it was helpful and then they say afterwards you said it was going to be so bad I'm like yeah I did that on purpose <laughs> <laughs> and then they thanked me yeah that's that really isn't it yeah I think that's it for try, try not to cram too many socials in and holidays because if you like ooh you've got all the good points today yo I miss I'm, well I, honestly I've been thinking it because I because I feel like I've thought about post show quite a lot yeah, this time yeah. in terms of how I want to do it yeah. um I feel like because I've I did this last yeah I've, last year I went on I mean I was fine but I went on holiday um but I think if I'd have done that two years before it would have been a whole different story yeah if you're booking try not to book too much stuff yeah after the show and I know it's hard because you've just gone through all that and all that yeah. sacrifice and you've given them time away from your families and socialising and your friends and all the rest of it but if you can try your hardest not to because what people do is like the, it's because it's dopamine for a minute they book all their yeah. plans with the friends and the family and spa days and this and that and yeah. blah 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 or they'll book an all <laughs> the worst ones and all inclusive yeah. And they do it, they don't tell me either. Some of them do it and they don't tell me. And they really? Go, oh, did I tell you I'm offering all inclusive like the Thursday after the show? And I'm like, <laughs> no, you didn't. No. You missed that minor that's point. Oh, that's, oh, yeah, we just booked it last week. I think, yeah, I bet you did. You didn't mm. ask first because they know what I'll say. Yeah. Um, it's just it's just not good because you don't enjoy it anyway. Yeah, because you're going all day. Gaining weight and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you blow up like you get dinner ladies' ankles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that always makes me laugh because when I did it once on a year, all my mates was ripping me because I couldn't see my ankles for the full week. Oh, God. Dinner ladies' ankles, I got called for the full week. Um, you don't enjoy it anyway because of that. So, yeah. if you can, again, if you can wait until three weeks post show, if you can. Yeah. Three weeks. Three weeks is a good amount of time. Your body's calm, calmed yeah. a lot by then. And then, yeah. yeah, you're going to put on a bit of weight on all day. And I'd never tell anybody to stick and plan on all day. Yeah. But. Um, you'll be, you'll feel a lot, you'll have a lot better time. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Have a lot better time. And again, these are not blueprints; they're just guidelines. Yeah. But if there's anything you want us to cover or talk about or topics, guests, anything, comments, can we bring yeah, guests on? yeah, we can bring guests on. Yeah, yeah. guests. Let us know when we can. Um, I'm excited to get stuck into it a bit more now. I feel like I've got more mental bandwidth than like a fly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've got some uh, glucose in your brain now. Although I do right. feel like I need a snack. <laughs> We'll see what we could rustle up. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Bye bye.